Uh, hey, everybody. Hi. These are some of my favorite days. I love the surprise, like, Patreon bonus episode drop day in the regular feed. Yeah, I wonder what it's like for everyone else. What is this thing on my phone? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope they're happy. I hope they're as happy as we are. I hope you're happy. <laughs> you don't have time for Wicked. <laughs> we always have time for Wicked. <laughs> Always time for Wicked. <laughs> you guys, here we are. We're dropping episode one of our coverage of Don't F With Cats mm-hmm. in the regular feed. It's a three-episode series. The other two episodes are available right now and ad-free on the Patreon. Right. It's super crazy and sleuthy and internet-y. And we address right at the top, like, our concerns with covering this and your feelings. And so as soon as we get into the episode, you're going to hear that. Yeah. And then we're just going to go on this ride together. Yeah. Like always. It's crazy town. Crazy. All right. We'll say bye at the end. Okay. Yeah, go listen to Wicked after. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> All right, girl. But you guys, here's the thing. We're going to have, a, everyone gather around. We're going to have a little family meeting before we start. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. So we had decided a while ago when this first came out that we weren't going to cover this. Right. I want to have a conversation about anxiety and your anxiety specifically, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I, uh, Super Husband Mike says that he'd be hard pressed to find something that the listeners don't know about me because I'm very open about this. Totally. I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. My anxiety manifests in a very specific way. And that specific way is literally keeping me up at night with images of animal abuse. Yeah. It's, some people have arachnophobia. Yeah. Some people have all different types of things. My yeah. thing is that so much so that in the middle of the night, I'll wake up Mike and be like, I can't stop it. Like, I don't know what to do. I've talked about it in therapy. It's a big deal. So the way I try to get to sleep is to convince myself that this is impossible. This never happens. No one in their right mind would ever do this to an animal. Right. Covering this documentary proves me wrong. I know I'm wrong. Yeah. I know that. So I want to be super clear here. We're going to have fun with this episode. We're going to find all the laughs. We're going to drag all the horrible people. There are are things about this episode that I loved. I really can't wait to talk about a lot of it. Yeah. And when I watched this, I remember thinking, well, we're never going to cover this. I really liked it. I was a little bit sad that we weren't going to cover it. And then we began the conversation and we really truly only even began the conversation because of you guys. Because yes. you guys really wanted it. Now, even still, no ma- we love you so much and we're so grateful for your support, but still, Jillian's mental health is the most important thing. Which I appreciate. So this is where we're coming from. We're Honestly, gonna- 100%. Honestly, 100%. check. Let's do this. But that said, I am really excited to cover this with you. Are you ready? The internet is boundless. There's the happy places... And then there's another part of the internet, the seedy underbelly. I was on Facebook one day. And I found this video. I pressed play. It was the worst video I've ever seen. He needs to be stopped immediately. People went nuts. So we started looking. He could have been anywhere on the planet. There's a lot of information in the video. You see a door handle, electrical receptacles. Everything pointed to North America. But then you hear some voices. It was Russian. Oh, maybe he's located in Russia. Thousands of people looking to find this guy. There was a tidal wave of leads that were coming in. I wasn't going to stop until I found him. Clearly, this video is not the end. Something bad is about to happen. He's going to kill somebody. All of a sudden, another video appears. My mind doesn't want to believe it's true. These are the things, the telltale sign of somebody that's going to become a serial killer. We had a ticking time bomb on our hands. Twisted story that keeps twisting. What I'm seeing is impossible. He's going to get the attention of the world now. Two mysterious packages. Le dépeceur de Montréal. An international manhunt. 
This isn't the first time. It's not going to be the last time. This is going to get progressively worse. I was super hammered in a hotel room on Cape Cod the first time I watched it. Fun. I was alone. I was traveling by myself. Oh. So I was, I just got hammered and watched it. So having to watch it again today sober was a whole different experience. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you missed. I'm sure you missed being a little I was hammered. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, you guys. My first note is I just love that right from the jump, this woman, Deanna, is fucking impatient. Are you ready? I love her. She spoke to me on a lot of levels. She is really great. And yeah. I she's a very complicated, like nuanced person. Absolutely. But like I this documentary does this a lot where you guys, again, we say this all the time. If you're ever interviewed for a documentary, know they're gonna do this to you. Mm-hmm. They leave the camera rolling before they do that thing with the slate. Yeah. Just to like if you do anything weird or fun, they're gonna use it. Yeah. So Deanna, she's ready to go. She's got a story to tell and she's here to fucking tell it. I I really love her. We meet her and she's like, look. <laughs> couple things about the internet before we start. It's the Wild West. Yes. Mm -hmm. The internet loves animals, notably cats. Yeah. On the other side of it, the internet is a hotbed for truly horrific activity. Yeah. You can post porn, violence, somebody getting pushed downstairs, religious statues being defamed, cruelty to the elderly, a street fight, bum fights, deflammatory images of the Statue of Liberty, and nobody gives a crap. She calls it the CD underbelly, mm-hmm. all of the bad things. And she says the number one rule, knowing that the CD underbelly exists, then there's one unwritten rule, rule zero. Mm-hmm. And let's say it together. Don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with cats. <laughs> So then it cuts to, like, we're in Deanna's car with her, and it's, like, this cool music, and it's, like, super badass, and we see her, like, dog tattoo, uh-huh. and she's, like, driving through Vegas, and she just looks so fucking cool. She really wants us to know, Vegas isn't all gambling hookers and blow. <laughs> I live here. I'm like, Deanna. My name is Deanna Thompson, and I am a data analyst for a large casino here in Las Vegas. I'm responsible for all the technology in the gaming industry. Anything to do with slot machines, table games, I have a hand in it. Can I just stop here to point out that I was in Vegas with Rabia and I still fucking hated Vegas. You had a rough go of it in Vegas. I did. And I was with one of like my favorite people on the planet for two. I had Rabia to myself for two days. Can you imagine that? Vegas of all places. I know. So she's like, look, I'm the textbook definition of a computer nerd. That's her livelihood. She makes like the gambling games for all the casinos. So she gets home from work, hangs with her dogs. And then she's like, "Uh, then I'm just online for the rest of the night. She like lives online. Excuse you. She calls it hitting the internet. (laughs) Deanna. I love her. <laughs> Me too. So we learned that she has her alter ego online yeah. and it's body moving, but she spells it B-A-U-D-Y-M-O-O-V-I-N, but it's body moving like the Beastie Boy song. Yeah. Ask her to sing it for you, Jillian. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. She refuses to sing it. How's it going? I'm not going to sing it. Go on. No. It's, no, dude, I can't sing it. Shut up. I'm not going to sing it. You can play it. Get the rights. Reader, they do. <laughs> Listener, they do. They get the rights. Body moving. Body moving. It's a great song. Then I'm like, all right, if the Beastie Boys are in here, I think I might be able to do this after all. It's That's right. We also learned that like at this time, Deanna was going through a bad breakup. Right. She was like, my relationship was coming to a drastic end. And I was like, oh, Deanna. But tell me more, girl. Seriously. Let's get hammered like, and I want to know more. I just wanted to sink myself into something that would take my mind off of it. I could kind of not deal with this bullshit in my life. 
And so I was on Facebook one day and I found a post. A lot of people have been feverishly posting about a video that was online. So it's sort of like what we're here to talk about. You just reminded me of I, Tanya, where it's like, it's what you're all here for, the fucking incident. <laughs> That's exactly what went through my head when you were like, what's bringing us here this evening? And I'm like... So here we are. This video that she's telling us about, it's called One Boy, Two Kittens. Yeah. And we it cuts to like video of the video and we're, we're seeing it. So it's two... Jillian is shifting in her seat. I am. We're going to get through this quickly. Okay. So we see two kittens on a bed. We see this person petting these kittens. And so it's cutting back and forth between the video and then like Deanna. You see the person with like a green teal hoodie on and it's up over his head. It's hiding a lot of his face, but you can see like fringy banged hair. And he's putting them into one of those vacuum seal bags. They suck all the air out. What he's about to do is, like, put these kittens in a vacuum bag. Deanna then tells us that, like, one of the kittens, like, playfully tries to get out of the bag. And Deanna has to stop. That's fucking heartbreaking, dude. He puts them in a vacuum bag. He vacuums all the air out of the bag and the cats die. It's fucking terrible. Deanna and I are the same person in this moment. She's hating it. She's hating it. Tears in her eyes. She's looking away. So he posts it like the piece of shit he is. I'm not even going to say this guy's name until I absolutely have to. Because that's really what he wants. And I'm not going to give it to him. But he posts it online. And it's like traveling throughout the internet. Like cat internet is like the the internet. Like dog internet is very... I know dog internet. Uh So uh I don't really know cat internet. But cat internet is fucking serious. So cat internet is... Like, what? <laughs> and also, like, the real internet should be like, what? But yeah. cat internet, especially, they're all, everyone's really upset and they're like, we gotta get him. And Deanna makes a good point. She's like, yeah, this is an emotional thing for sure. You're angry. I get it. But who the fuck are you gonna call? Okay, well, what police department are you gonna call? Because you don't know where this happened. You know, this person could live in you know, Siberia for all I know. And she's right. Except for there's a link in the comments to a Facebook group, which is basically called like find the fucking cat vacuum killer. Well, it, it looks like it wasn't started in this country. Oh, because right? it just says find the kitten vacuumer dot 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 for great justice. <laughs> And I'm like, yes. Yeah. So Deanna joins this group and she says, like, again, it's a group full of me's, which is like, "Ah, ah, ah." but then she's like, there's a handful of grownups in the room that are like paying attention to facts. They're not getting too emotional. And then she tells us about John Green. So she's describing, she's like, yeah, this guy, John Green, like super dry, like nothing, like just the facts, ma'am. And we cut to John and he's exactly how he's described. And then we see his face. And my first thought was like, oh my God, he looks like the dad from Elf. Does. That's he like who Willie. he looks like. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, they were mean to cats on Alf. I know. Too. They ate cats. Gordon Shumway ate cats on Melmac. Alf. I know. Remember Alf? I loved Alf. Really? I have a thing where every, like, the cutest thing on Alf was when you would see a full image of Alf because it was so rare. With his little legs? Yeah, and you see him, like, walking away. It's and so awkward. <laughs> you see, like, the, the wires, like, making Alf yes. move. Sometimes when Daisy turns and walks away from me, it's the same emotion of, like, how could that human actually move? I can't like, believe. What is that? Right. his legs. That's so weird. Cute little feet and legs. Alf. Look at you, Alf. <laughs> Gordon Chumway, he landed in their garage. I loved that show. Alf. So John is just like, I'm ready. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I'm ready. So John is telling us that not only did this guy post the video and people are trying to figure out who he is, but he also posted a comment on his own video and it just said that all the haters can suck my huge dick, which for some reason John's like, it was a very interesting comment to make. Um, I don't know why you would tell people to do that to you. And my first thought was like, John, some people think it feels nice. Like, (laughs) 
But so they do a lot of these things. Like I would be so I'm not great at the internet. Oh, I'd be great at that. See, this. I know you would be. He John is saying he clicks on that comment and then clicks into the guy's profile and he sees, oh my God, oh, we're about to have oh, a Broadway oh, moment. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he sees that this person has also liked a video version of that movie, Catch Me If You Can. Like a scene from it. Yeah. You guys, Catch Me If You Can was turned into a Broadway musical. It's my favorite Broadway musical of all time. With one of our favorite people on the planet, Norbert Leo. Oh my God! Don't break the rules. I can't even talk about it. I can't talk about it. But the odds are in my favor, man. One day I'll catch you. Go sneak into a movie where a red light sells some pot. It's all the same to me. But it, the movie is about this guy. Frank Abagnale, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he gets away with, like, Jack fraud. He pretends to be a doctor. And he's being chased around the country by Tom Hanks, who plays the detective. Carl Hanratty. <laughs> wow. Look, if that movie's on, I'm watching it. I'll tell you that right now. Amy Adams is in it. Oh, my God. So, anyway, John has one of the lines of the movies. He goes, That was a message he was sending. I'm throwing down a gauntlet. I dare you. I challenge you to try and find out who I am. I was like, oh, okay, this person wants to play a game of cat and mouse. And I'm up for that. And I'm up for that. <laughs> I have a question. Sure. Uh, where the fuck is YouTube? That is a really good... And Facebook. Like, you think this video isn't being reported a hundred times or getting downvoted at least? Like, right. YouTube, where are you? Where are you? Come on. I know. So Deanna tells us that in this Facebook group where she met John, they have decided to, like, find this fucking guy. Yeah, and Deanna's, like, empowered now because she realizes, okay, it's not just people, like, screaming into the ether about how we're going to find him. They're actually doing, like, deep dive detective work here. Yeah, because... Because they're realizing, like, and John tells us more than anybody else, like, when you look at that video, there are clues all over the place. You see a door, a bed, a table. You see a door handle, a light socket, electrical receptacles. And those are things that we know can point to like maybe a specific area of the world. And John is making diagrams about like what he thinks the room layout is, this very small cramped room. He makes a floor plan. I was like, oh, somebody put Steve in charge of this. <laughs> I was obsessed Steve with and it. John would be best friends, I feel like. And then Deanna's like that goddamn wolf best friend. <laughs> so there's a wolf best friend on the bed and Deanna goes, that bedspread was hideous. Hideous. She, she sings it. <laughs> this wolf bedspread was hideous. And it was super unique, and it was sold on eBay, made by a company in North America. It only had one buyer, and we couldn't see who that buyer was, but shipped internationally. So she's like, yeah, that didn't help us at all. Didn't help us at all. Could have been anywhere on the planet. But um, I, I love how we're starting with, like, the leads that go nowhere. Yeah. Because it's important. Like, don't totally. get discouraged, you guys. I know. It's a little bit of a red herring because you're like, it's one buyer. Well, it's the guy. If we can right. figure out who that fucking buyer is, we know who we, we, we did this. But, like, eBay doesn't show you. You would think it would take one link to that fucking cat murder video. And they'd be like, here's this bitch. But then, like, you never know. Like, what if that's not the person they're uh -huh. looking for? You know, you uh -huh. can't trust anybody. To it's so true. You want to hear a quote from my late Italian grandfather from Sicily? Please. I don't trust the nobody. <laughs> We've heard this. This has come up before. <laughs> so we're back to John and now John is saying like, okay, if you take a look at that video one more time, if that, in fact you don't look at it, if you just listen, there's other people in the room. You hear some voices in the background. You start realizing like, oh, there's somebody else in the room, but you don't see them on camera. And they're kind of giggling and talking. And we didn't know what language it was. 
they put the sound file in the group and it takes like one person from the Ukraine in the group one second to Nicey like, Punk right Nicey Punk no one uses their real names in this group. I know these people are serious I'm I telling know. you the internet is wild it's a wild wild place but Nicey Punk is like oh that's Russian and then this was my favorite this was so insane John tells us that it's actually a Russian sitcom John found the actual episode but at that point we're like wait a minute this person is playing games with us he's trying to mislead us because at first they're like oh like he's from russia let's get him and john's like no 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 no. this is just this is a red herring it's 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 fake audio and so deanna's all pissed off and she's like i spent 16 hours looking at doorknobs from lithuania or whatever what a waste of my time (laughs) so fam gather around we're about to learn about sock puppet accounts yeah right (laughs) they're usually very easy to recognize an obvious fake profile. It's usually like a super generic name with a super generic profile picture. They will post something and then delete that account. So the Facebook group, they receive a link from a sock puppet account. So I clicked on the link and there in all of his glory was a picture of the guy holding the cats, but he had blurred his face out. So then it's like, okay, he, we've been infiltrated. They know he sent that. He created this fake sock puppet account to send this to them because he's letting them know, I'm onto you. I know you're looking for me. Right. So it's like, does he want to be chased? Does like, is he just throwing them off the trail? And more than that, like John tells us. For me, because I had used an alias and I didn't put any of my personal information, I wasn't necessarily concerned for my own safety. But for some of my other group members, they had some serious concerns for their own safety. Like, I don't have any of my real information out there, but there are people in the group. Like, if I were in that group, my profile picture would be a picture of me and Daisy. Like, in front of your address. In front of my address. Holding up your social security (laughs) number and your blood type. Like, what? Like, my mom's address. Sure, yeah, her maiden name, just in case. (laughs) Yeah, and so he's like, you know, people were worried for their safety, and, like, rightfully so. Yeah. The thing about Deanna is that she can find a silver lining in anything. So she's like, look, that new video was really fucking disturbing, but there was a whole bunch new information to glean from what was in the video. Right. So they dumped the video into some program that splits every single frame into images. Thousands and thousands of images. It's just like, I was thinking about this. Like, you can't do anything. Like, you're gonna, Deanna's gonna catch you. You can't, don't even bother doing that incognito thing on Google. Deanna's gonna know about it. She's like, okay, girl. (laughs) So they slow it down and the big thing that they see is they they see a pack of cigarettes, like Marlboros. Right. And usually, I'm very anti-smoking, but but now I'm happy that this asshole's smoking. One, because he'll die sooner, probably. And two, because we get some more information. Yeah, because Deanna says... And if you know anything about cigarettes, they're different everywhere. You know, cigarettes in a certain area of the world might be, like, long and skinny, and all 20 of them are in this long, skinny box. You know, some cigarettes are usually, you know, a rectangle, and they have different, different verbiage required by law. Because cigarettes can kill you, right? Like, everywhere in the world, they make cigarettes differently. They have different warnings on them. Mm -hmm. They're different sizes. They're different shapes. What does Deanna see, Jillian? She sees... The Surgeon General's Warning! The Surgeon General's Warning. Surgeon General's Warning! That's That's literally from Catch Me If You Can. (laughs) That's amazing. Surgeon General is United States. So I knew they were North American cigarettes. This was a huge piece of evidence. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person didn't buy a pack of cigarettes and then hop on a plane to Paris or, you know, Berlin, but I knew they were North American cigarettes. 
So then... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They spot a yellow vacuum cleaner. This kid, for like a kid who like seemed to want to taunt and tease them, kind of also was a big dummy about making these videos. Well, he didn't really get the internet. Right. Like, he totally. didn't really know what yeah. was happening. So Deanna's like, here's the thing about the internet. Not only is it fucking wild, but there's a group for everything. You're yeah. into vacuums? There's a forum for it. And she's like, luckily for all of us. She finds this forum. And the whole thing about this forum, because most people are really nice, you guys. Uh, yeah. It's just... I know it doesn't seem like it today, no. but it's true. <laughs> this, this forum is just for people who have vacuum parts that other people might need. It's a repair forum. Yeah. They're literally just trying to help each other out. Mm-hmm. And so Deanna posts a picture of this vacuum cleaner in the forum. And she's like, does anybody know what this is? You guys, in minutes, boop, 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 <laughs> she has the model number. Yeah. The make, all this stuff. And guess what? Where is it only sold, Patrick? In North America. Thank you. I totally like gasped. I gay gasped. It just sounds like this. <gasps> so whoever made this fucking video, whoever this guy was, we knew that we could start looking in Mexico, the United States, or Canada. So Deanna's like, just when you think it can't get any crazier, it does. And I'm like, Deanna, please. So we're in New York. Oh my God, you guys, this is so crazy. We meet Joe Pants <laughs> from Rescue Inc. In New York City, one group of former street guys formed a rescue organization like no other by saving the animals. You pick on the animals because they don't fight back. Rescue Inc. Tell the people what Rescue Inc. is. You guys, I had not seen Jillian in two weeks. The very first conversation we had was about Rescue Inc. So Rescue Inc., they are these like Long Island guys, Long Island Queens, like New York born and raised guys who are either like part of a motorcycle gang or retired (laughs) cops. And they're super, super tough guys. And all they do is save abused animals. And they used to have a TV show, I think on like A&E or something. And I tried to watch it, but I cried too much, so I couldn't do it. They save abused animals by beating your ass. Right. That's how they do it. They're not climbing up trees. They're coming into your home and beating the shit out of you. Right. Like as you're deserved, like because right, exactly. you're leaving like your dog outside in the snow for six weeks. Or exactly. Whatever, and they're yeah. like fuck this. Yeah. So the, the Joe even says like the camera guy's like, uh, you want to go into detail? And he was like, look, use your imagination. I'm not trying to get indicted on camera. Be it. I'm trying to help these people. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, we're gonna get a lot of this guy today. It's just like, look, you want the clean version, or the real one. Look, we do whatever we have to do to help animals. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. You want us to help the animals or not? You're hurting the cause of it. So he describes to us watching the the one boy two cats video for the first time right when i first watched the video and i and I, I saw the the air coming out of the bag and i saw the life going out of the kitten's eyes you know it's something that you know it's it, it made me so anxious to, to to do something like i wanted to try to you know like go on the screen and, and try to do something but there's you know that that helpless feeling you have it was horrendous it was horrendous you want to reach into the screen and do something. It's horrendous. You feel helpless. He's Regis filming all of a sudden. But that's exactly it. You want to, you want to like, it's it's a very helpless feeling for as much as I watched of it, the point two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, you can't even believe it's happening. Like it, it does light a fire under you. Like, it's you want to get shit done. I just really wanted to hear you say horrendous like him. Horrendous. <laughs> But the thing about Joey Pants is that he really is in touch with his emotions and he's also in touch with his sister. (laughs) Yeah, his sister is a psychologist and a criminal profiler. She said, this person is doing this for shock value. This person is a person that needs a lot of attention. This isn't the first time. It's not going to be the last time. And this is going to get progressively worse. 
Now, what have we learned in 8,000 episodes of this podcast? This is how any book you, any TV show you've ever read about a serial killer, it starts with animals. Then they move on to a human, as Joe Pants tells us, who's helpless like a child or an elderly person. Yeah. And like, this is just the beginning. And it's like, who needs to be convinced of this? I know. Everyone knows this is how it starts. Yeah. And so the thing about Joey Pants is that he really wants to help. And so he sort of helps and hurts at the same time. Yeah. Like, he try- his, his heart is in the right place, but yeah. Deanna's like, fuck. Because Joey Pants has a huge online following because they've got a TV show. So when he starts getting on board with this fight and the Facebook group, like literally thousands of people join the Facebook group. Right, because they have this reward to yeah. catch the guy for $5,000. And now I just like that scene in Zodiac where like once it's out in the paper, everyone's like, my neighbor's the Zodiac killer. I'm the Zodiac killer. I'm the-. It's like, it, it's like I'm turning said, in Daisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like $5,000. Like, so the group, this group had their little system, you know, Deanna and John Green and this little Facebook group. And now it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are kind of derailing this investigation. They're not just derailing it the new members of the group are like doxing people so they're looking at this picture of the guy you can't see his face at all and they're like anybody with floppy hair they're like doxing them is on now Facebook. a target so Joey Pants is like people are claiming to be detectives investigators Superman whatever <laughs> like Joe <laughs> you did this you know right. people are claiming to be Superman because of you we're like dogs chasing shiny cars all over the place trying to find this guy so then we meet Jamzy crams a lot in his ass <laughs> Real name. Real name. You guys! Okay, this gets really dark, but stay with me for the funny part for just a second. It's three names. Jamsy is one. Cramps a lot. Uh huh. In his ass. Right. The ima- and Joe's like, I don't know how he came up with this friggin' name, but here we are. So Jamsy crams a lot in his ass, posts, and I'm like, Joe. The amount of times we hear this name said with a straight face, I know. Or just Jamsy, it's I like, know. oh my God. Jamsy. So this idiot posts something horrible. The main thing about this one guy is that on his page he posted a video of a kitten being burned alive in a cage. We were like, okay, this very well could be the guy. And his profile picture resembled the guy in the video. He posts a video of a cat being burned alive. And I'm just like, who are these people? I know. Like, who? Honestly, I'm really asking, like, I don't even want to, like, talk to a psychologist about it. Yeah. But I do because it's this fear of the unknown in my brain. Yeah. I'm like, there's only darkness inside you. Yes. That's yes. Just, like, that's just the fact. Yes. And nobody would disagree with that. You are a very sick person if that's what you have done. I thought you were like, you are. I thought you were going to say something. Like, you are a very <laughs> compassionate person. And then you said sick. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I know my cough isn't gone 100%, but I'm not all bad. So this horrible, horrible, nightmare-inducing video is posted, but the profile picture of this Jamsy person kind of sort of resembles the dude in the original video with the horrible wolf Yes, but we got to take a second and revisit Joey Pants because Joey Pants, in touch with his emotions, in touch with his sister, is very upset, gives his sister a call. The sister's like, girl, you need to calm down. My sister knows me when I get upset. I'm getting very upset. She's like, you got to calm down. She goes, listen, this type of person craves attention. What would happen if we just asked the guy? If he did it, I said, wow, that's a good idea. Give him attention and see what happens. Joey's like, okay. (laughs) So he goes, we're just trying to reel him in nice and easy. What he says is, did you do it? Are you the guy from the original video? And I'm like, that's subtle, Joe, but I'll take what I can get from the Rescue Inc. guys. You guys are doing good work out there. (laughs) But then he like doesn't respond, so they ask him again, and he writes back and says, Yes, I kill kittens, laugh out loud, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it. Joe's like, we got the confession. And I'm like, do you? Some guy on the internet said yes to a comment. Like, come on. Do you know what Joey Pants actually said? He looks at the camera and he goes, Cramsalot did it. 
This is the right person. We got him. Crams a lot did it. <laughs> Crams a lot with a straight face, he says. But they kind of track him down. They Facebook stalk him. Right. He li- lives in South Africa, and we see a picture of like a bunch of his, him and a bunch of his friends. The friends' faces are blurred out, and he's wearing a mask over his face. So the admins of this group are like, "This is we found him." And Deanna is trying to turn this car around, like try as she might, saying, "You got hold on a second. It didn't make any sense because everything pointed to North America. I mean, everything. We had the cigarettes, we had the wolf blanket, we had the vacuum. And you're telling me that some guy in a country I can't even pronounce got it? I don't understand. How did you get there? So we start looking, okay, well, who's the guy in the picture? So they do a reverse Google image search, which is like you just put a picture in Google and it'll tell you where else it lives on the internet. So they take this profile picture, which looks a little bit like it could maybe be the guy, but whatever. But they both have shaggy hair, whatever. Exactly. They do this reverse image search and they find that profile picture on a gay porn site. Yeah. It's it's a model photo. So like they're like, this isn't the real person. This isn't it. Like, this is wrong. So we approached the Facebook group and said, hey, you know, it can't be the killer. Like, this cannot be him. And they dug their heels in. Nope, this is the guy. This is it. We're going to get this guy. So this has a very tragic end. Because they are doxing this guy. They're threatening his life. They're telling him to kill himself. Minutes later, this guy takes his own life. He dies by suicide. Right. You know, he was an internet troll that that wanted to be like a copycat, that, that put up a video that made everybody think he was the guy... We found out months later that Edward Jordan had been dealing with major depression, spent a lot of time online dealing with that and avoiding the depression. And I know all about that. I've done it myself. Nobody knows, and I'm not certainly saying that he killed himself because of this witch hunt against him. But you do have to be careful because you don't know who's on the other end of the computer and what kind of mental problems they might have. So this documentary is great because it's about like successfully internet sleuthing. Right. The one thing I'm going to say that they get a little bit wrong is that like this is the only minute we get any warning of how this could go terribly wrong. Right. Deanna's like, yeah, guys, you got to be really careful as she gets right back on the internet to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, like it gave me a little bit of pause. Like this guy just killed himself and you guys did this wrong. And I'm not saying Deanna. Deanna obviously knew. Right. But like this is this is where internet sleuthing can go bad. We see it with Maggie and Lance and Tim with the more Murray thing. People get accused all the time. It all can the ruin time. lives. You all know? the time. So suddenly another sock. Can we just say fake account? Yeah. Like, do we have to say a sock <laughs> account? <laughs> you can call. Look, I'm just glad that you're here with me. You can call it whatever you want. I don't want to be disrespectful to Deanna <laughs> and John Green, and that's true. But So whatever. Fake account is messaging a bunch of people from this group and is like, hey, the person you're looking for is named Luca Magnata. Right. And John Green is like, uh, sounds like a fake porn star name. Keep it moving, troll. <laughs> John has no time for your shit right now. Meanwhile, Deanna explains how you give something a goog. Of course, what you're going to do, you, Luca Magnata, hit enter. Right. You put the name into the internet and you press enter. You put quotes around it. Right. I'm telling you about I the know. quotes. You've taught me how to give googs. I know. But Deanna's saying she puts Luca Magnata into the internet and she's like, eight million pages came up. I don't know how to explain my reaction to what the results were. We found hundreds and hundreds of fan sites And a lot of the comments said really flattering things about him. There were story after story after story about Luca online. There were stories about him being a model. Luca Magnata was a long-lost cousin of River Phoenix. 
I mean, we were blown away by this. There were stories that he was dating Madonna. I mean, I was just like, what the? At this point, I'm starting to be like, dude, okay, I've never heard of this guy. And he's dating Madonna. It's fucking bonkers, guys. Yeah, it's like really bad modeling photos, some jet-setting lifestyle, like photos of him in Bermuda and Sweden. And I paused it. All these, quote, fan sites have, have seven followers. Like two people in uh-huh, them. And uh-huh. I'm like, uh, you guys, it's one zillion percent him making his own fan pages. That is for sure what we're about to find out. But can we also just say that there's some rumor on the internet that he's the long-lost cousin of River Phoenix? I took that really hard. I know. I know you did. If I felt guys, it for you. I if you don't know who River Phoenix is, you give him a goog right this very minute. Please do. He's my fave. But also, like, Luca was dating Madonna and was Marilyn Monroe's son. Like, does does he not think that anyone's going to do fucking math? (laughs) You're what? (laughs) And cousins with River Phoenix? Like, the decades, Joe. Nothing makes sense. (laughs) But even still, Deanna's like, you guys, like, I think the photos kind of match. Like, I think this might be the guy in the video. Like, I think this message was right. He had, like, the floppy brown hair. He had a very similar bone structure to the profile. But given the group's history of accusing the wrong people, I was very hesitant to start ringing the alarm bells and start talking to the group publicly about who this person was yet. So now Deanna and John Green get like the trusted people in the group that's too big now and start their own like closed private Facebook group called Luca Intel. You guys, I was thinking if I was in the big Facebook group and I wasn't invited, I'd be so sad. There's no way you'd be invited. I'd be invited, but you would be invited. And I'd be like, you got, we'd be in a group Facebook chat. I'd be like, you guys, can, can Patrick just come in? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, please. And then I would have to secretly be telling you all the intel that we have. And I'd be really hurt. And when I saw Deanna at the Christmas party, I wouldn't talk to her probably. But you'd get over it in a second. It's true. You'd like confront her in the corner of the Christmas party <laughs> after too many Chardonnays. And then you guys would end up being closer than you were when it started. Fine, but there's no such thing as too many Chardonnays, Jillian. Not at all. Correction, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's probably the wrongest I've ever been on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like, Deanna thinks that, like, this really could be the guy. But the problem that we ran into is that we still didn't know where he was. We had pictures of him all over the world. But we don't know where he's at today. So after some googling, Oh my God, you guys, this is unbelievable. They find an audition tape from three years ago. Yeah. For a reality show about male models called Cover Guy. <laughs> they Google the show. It's from Canada. It's legit. So they're like, yeah, he's in Canada. More importantly, this audition tape is bonkers. And then we like spent 10 minutes on the audition tape. So Luca starts talking and he has this fake deep voice. It's the Theranos, what's her name voice? Oh, Elizabeth Holmes. It's totally the Elizabeth it's Holmes. It's so fake and ro- like don't insult Romy like that. <laughs> Hi, my name is Luca. Magnot is my last name. M A G N O T T A. Hey Luca, how are you today? Good, how are you? And then, like, off camera, you hear someone give Luca shit for making his voice even deeper. Yeah, because they're like, how do you get a voice that low? And he's like, well, I practice it. And I'm yeah. like, you're just admitting that you have a fake voice? Yeah. It's also like, look, I come from the gay community. I know a lot of gay guys who did this when I was growing up. Oh. Like, it's a whole thing of, like, I'm going to sound straighter uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. It's very much oh, that, that sort of thing. sucks that that has to happen. But Luca's an asshole, so whatever. Yeah. And then he's like. A lot of people tell me I'm really devastatingly good looking, so. Right. And he's, like, doing the duck face in real life, like the Instagram duck face, but in real life. Yeah. And then some woman in the back, probably on a Blackberry, whatever <laughs> year this was, without looking up, I'm sure of yeah. it. You just hear her go, I don't think he's beefy enough for a cover guy. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, bitch. I, and, <laughs> I just don't think he's beefy enough for a cover guy. 
I can gain muscle. Everybody can do it. You know, I can gain muscle. I can work out. I'm very determined. And every goal that I put my uh, mind to, I surpass. Well, you know, I'll work. I'll do whatever it takes. You know, I'll work out. And then it cuts to Deanna being like, honestly, I can't really believe that someone who looks like that can do that horrible thing to cats. And I'm like, Deanna, girl, that's where we differ because he looks like a total attention-seeking idiot. And he also sounds crazy. He sounds like a fucking serial killer. He does. But like the thing about a little Buffalo Bill. Yes. I'd fuck me. I can't believe I just did that. But the thing about Deanna, Deanna tells us this as a way of saying, like, I'm not an expert. Like, none of us alone should be allowed to, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's, yeah, yeah. Like, she's saying, like, we're all fallible, right, you know? Right, right, yeah. But John sort of snaps her out of it by being like, girl, hang on a second. She's saying, I can't believe a guy who looks like this could be capable of doing this kind of harm to animals. And John's like, well, maybe he doesn't actually look like this. Looking at photos of this Luca person, you start noticing, like, well, wait a minute, that face doesn't appear to match with that body. His skin tone didn't match his body. You start noticing lines and things where it had been edited or it didn't line up correctly. A lot of bad pixelation through the neck. So whoever had posted these pictures had taken Luca Magnata's head and put them on random people that he found on the internet to make it look like he was out there having a grand old time. He photoshopped his doofy duck face yeah. on other people's bodies. <laughs> and we see the original photos. Yes, yes. The original photos really blew my mind. It's true. Um, girl, are you ready to take a trip to Toronto? We had fun when we went there, right? I loved it there. We had a good time in Toronto. Let's go back. We got we to gotta meet a guy, a writer named, what's his name? Joe Warmington. Warmington, you guys. He writes for the Toronto Sun. Which Deanna tells us is kind of like a trashy tabloid. Right. So three years before all this, this Joe guy hears someone on the radio like frantically calling up a radio show and being like, oh my God, you guys have to help me. All of these people are romantically linking me to a person named Carla Homolka. Now, if you say the name Carla Homolka here in Canada, that will get the hair on the back of your neck standing up because she is the most hated woman in Canada. She is the wife of a serial killer, Paul Bernardo. They're known as the Ken and Barbie killers. She was involved in the murders of three young girls, all 14, and one of them was her sister and they had made a deal with her for immunity to testify against her husband. Later, videos showed that she was very much involved in this. In fact, she led it, and some of these murders were her idea. And so it turns out, like, you guys know where this is going. Luca called himself to the radio station, like, all these rumors about me. There are no rumors. Right. But he wanted attention <laughs> so bad that he, like, made the rumors. Right. Can you imagine calling up, like, boop, 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 like, hello, Z Morning Zoo? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's so crazy. So Joe is like, I have to talk to this guy. This yeah. is, this is, like, what a scoop. I got to go get him. <laughs> So Joe and Luca meet up at the newsroom for an interview. So like Joe Wormington, Worthington, whatever the hell his name is, he does an interview on camera with this guy and we see it. I remember sitting there and in walks Luca Magnata and my mouth opened and my jaw dropped to the floor because this guy looked like Paul Bernardo. And so we see more video footage of Luca back in the day saying to this reporter, My modeling career is going downhill these days, to be honest with you. And it's all because of this whole rumor of you dating Carl Hamaka. The rumors destroyed my life, basically, and I want to set the record straight that um, me and her have absolutely no connection. I've been receiving death threats. My address is posted, that's why I had to move. I, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown here. My reputation is completely ruined. I go in to see casting directors. I go in to see agents. They know who I am. You know, it's all over everywhere. 
whoever's doing this, please stop. Great. He doesn't have a career, he doesn't have an agent, and he's never been on an audition in his life except for that reality show one right. that he didn't book. <laughs> like, Luca. Yeah. So the thing is, like, all of these things are pointing to Canada, but they're from three years earlier. So Deanna's like, chances are he's probably not in Canada anymore. Yeah. So we learn about EXIF data. E-X-I-F. You guys, I have to give this a go. So it's like detailed information embedded in photos. So it's like the make and model of the camera or the phone, the date, the GPS location. That's why people are super concerned about, like, their kids having, posting photos on the internet. Yeah. Because if you ha- if you can get this information, like some crazy pedophile stalker can like find your kit. And if Deanna can do it, any of us can do it. All you have to do is take the picture and put it on a website that like gets the exif data for you. Right. So this is what Deanna's like. I, you know what? All these fan sites and all these crazy photos on the internet. He very likely turned off this exif data thing, but he's got to have fucked up once. So we went through every picture that we could, thousands and thousands of photos. Because we knew he would have fucked up at least one of them. That he would leave a digital footprint. And she fucking finds it! Right, and he's in Canada like a month before the video at some shopping center. Yes. So we were like freaking out. Oh my God, he's in Toronto. We thought he might be in Canada, but now we fucking know he's there. He's there, he's there, he's there. And so John is like, you guys, like, pulls his sleeves up. He's like, this is where I come in. This is what I do best. I'm like, John, you've been a superstar this whole time. What are you talking about? It only gets better? You've been killing it. You've been nailing it. So I do what I do best. I'm going to find his actual address. I found a picture of Luca, and he's standing on a balcony. It's like the third or fourth floor of, like, an apartment or a condo. But what I really noticed was that the corner of the intersection was a gas station. And the gas station was called Petro-Canada. I remember Luca made this blog post talking about how the paparazzi was harassing him. They were trying to take his picture outside his condo in Etobicoke, Canada. Etobicoke, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder how many Petro candidates there are in Etobicoke. Six. Well, this is going to be easy. And he goes through Google Street View to find Luca's building to be like, where are all the, like the name of the gas station? Yeah. That doesn't really look like that picture. That doesn't, oh wait, that one does. Yeah. And he goes, and now I've got this fucker, John. (laughs) I love it. So they find him, they like get his apartment building and John brings this guy to the cops on a silver platter. And they actually went out there and knocked on the door. A person answered and they verified, yes, a person by the name of Luca Magnata had been living there but he had since moved on to Russia. And John says to us, and Dana, they both are telling us, like, it just started to feel like nothing was ever going to happen. We were never going to find him. Like, I don't know how this guy is fucking getting away with this. I don't either. I don't either. But they're like, you know, we lost interest in the group. The membership declined. We lost our passion. And we kind of just, like, went on with our lives. Yeah, like, weeks and months go by. No more photos. No more videos. Like, people are leaving the group. And then bath time LOL is released. Yeah, Deanna says, like, all of a sudden, a new video pops up. And she tells us... It was, to this day... Probably one of the worst videos I've ever seen. There's a full bathtub and then there's a cat. With like a little drummer boy playing and he's wearing a Santa hat. It's so fucking creepy. And there's like a cat tied to a pole and John tells us in the video, we don't see this in the movie, thank the Lord. He puts the cat on the stick into the bathtub and drowns it. Right. It's fucking terrible. And then we're not done. Right. (laughs) God. So then later that day, another video appears and we're like, what the fuck? My first reaction was, okay, this is number two. Kind of like the feeling, this is not the same, but kind of like the feeling when 9-11 happened and the, the second plane hit the building. It was like, okay, what's next? Runner attack. 
there's a second video. It's the same day. And she's like, there's a cat. And then all of a sudden you realize there's a fucking python, python. under a pillow. Right. And we see it like strike at the cat. I mean, if, if your the- friends tell you that this movie doesn't show you anything, they are wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's f- But also like, where do you get a python? Where do you just get a python? Who? Like what? I honestly feel like that would be easy enough. Can't you just go to Toronto and be like, did you sell a python to a weird looking kid today? And they're like, yeah, that's kind of who we sell pythons <laughs> to. I got news for you. <laughs> Just kidding, not all Python owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now the group is fired up again. So one of the ways where the, this Facebook group has been really successful is that they've grown to the point where these videos, when they happen, like they're, now they're getting press attention. Right. And so like there's one headline that's like, help catch the sicko who fed a kitten to a Python. Yeah. So the guy who wrote this story, his his name is Alex West. He's a journalist. So Alex West gets like a DM on Twitter or whatever. And tell me if this sounds familiar. It says, the person you're looking for is currently in London, England. His name is Luca Magnata. He's staying at the Fusilier Inn. Right. And you guys, like, spoiler, I fully think that Luca sent this DM. Right. I think that Luca sent that message to whoever got it the first time. Deanna, I think, or was John, it, or, yeah. Some, one of them was like, the guy that you're looking for is Luca Magnata. Yeah. And here's where he is. Like, I think that Luca is sending these so that he can get the press coverage. And the thing is, like, this journalist tracks him down and, like, records the whole interaction. Luca, can I have a quick word? I'm a journalist on the Sun newspaper. No, no. What are you doing in London now? Because of the harassment. What harassment? I'm getting death threats. Saying what? Anything you can imagine. They're going to kill me. Why? Because of these stories. But a lot of people are saying that this chap is responsible for killing the kittens in the YouTube videos. This is you in the, the picture here. No, it's not. It certainly looks like you. It's not me. That isn't you. No. People are really good with Photoshop these days, aren't they? (laughs) People frame me, isn't that obvious? Why would somebody do that? And he's saying to Alex that we hear like secretly taped. Oh, all these people are framing me. And, you know, people are really good at Photoshop these days. And I'm like, bitch, not you. Have right. you seen one of your Photoshopped <laughs> images? Not everybody is. Yeah. So after this this secret recording meeting with Alex West, Alex gets an email. In this email, this it says, It's so fun watching people work so hard gathering all the evidence and then not being able to name me or catch me. You see, I always win. I always hold the trump card and I will continue to make more movies. Next time you hear from me, it will be in a movie I'm producing that will have some humans, not just pussies. Yeah, have you ever heard of the Cassandra complex? It's from Greek mythology where this person, Cassandra, could see the future Mm -hmm. and she knew what was going to happen, but nobody believed her. So Deanna is totally a Cassandra here. She's like, we couldn't get Scotland Yard to take us seriously. We all fucking knew what was going to happen, but we couldn't get anyone to listen to us. Right. And then it ends with John saying, like, it was the middle of the night and I woke up to a notification that I had a Facebook message. I click on the leak. I press play and the video starts. And I'm like, what the fuck? We fucking told him he was gonna kill somebody. And nobody believed us. And then it's like credits, and I'm like, well, fucking what? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, girl. girl. It's so crazy. I know. I will tell you, this is a lot, but this series was great to cover, and like we got a lot out of covering it. We got we talked about a lot of really important mental health issues. It's true. We really we we did it. Yeah. Like we, re- we, we didn't we did not half ass this for you. That's we true. really, really did it. <laughs> the other two episodes you guys are available right now and ad-free on the Patreon, and that's where you can also find over 100 full bonus episodes. A, a very healthy fraction of them are making a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> of those 100. Um the Jinx. 
Banks, the first season of Serial. Madeline McCann, OJ, Lacey Peterson. Morena. Um, the Menendez murders. Jody Arias. Jody Arias. Oh, you... <laughs> Lots of trash, but hey, that's what we do here. Lots of garbage, you know? <laughs> you guys, go check it out. Patreon.com slash TrueComeObsessed or go to our website, click on the Patreon link. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Happy, happy whatever day this is. Whatever day it is, we want it to be the greatest one you've ever had. <laughs> is that too much? Is that overselling no, it? No, that, that's exactly how I feel, in Have fact. Have the best day you've ever had in your life today. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. <laughs> that's an order. I just really wanted to hear you say horrendous like him. Horrendous. <laughs> How do you say it? Horrendous? No, no, no. Florida? (laughs) Everyone, you know the shit I get on Twitter for how I say Florida? (laughs) These people only have the honor of of knowing Florida. I don't say Florida weird. I've never smoked a cigarette. Can you believe it? I've never smoked a cigarette either. Not once in my whole life. (laughs) Same. I've never even put one in my mouth. Me neither. There's not a whole lot of things on earth I can say that about. (laughs) Hey, oh.